first of all, I just want to thank Rabbi Gaiskin for giving the opportunity to uh, say a share for you. I was thinking that I was tasked with introducing this new sugya. That I was thinking that we're all familiar with the story of the ger that came in front of the hill, and he asked to teach the whole Torah on one foot. So I was wondering if we want to learn the whole this whole sugya on one foot. So what would I do? How would we learn it? So if you, I want to do something a little bit unconventional, and that is, I want to take a look just for a brief moment, just that you should have an appreciation of the the outline of what we're trying to do in the whole sugya this coming week, where you're going to be learning. If you take a look, if you have the if you have the svarim, so on, in the riff, you have you have page fifty one. There's literally two lines in the riff that I just want to read to you. On page fifty one. The riff says like this. Um, let me tell you where it is. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven lines in. Yeah. Amar Marbaravashi. Marbaravashi said, Haidum should the tamli. So we have honey that comes from a date. Mavarch Allah Shahakal. We make a shahakal. My time is Zeba Almahu. Now I'm not gonna get involved in the whole sugi of Zeba Alma, but the point is that we have. We have dates, and we have this honey that comes out of it. And we say, listen, although the bracha of the, of the date is ha'etz, but this, but this product of it is a shakal. The, the tamrid of dinu trima, but this is our sugya, that if, but if you take these dates and you make them into this trima, this, this mashed date, this pressed date, mevar ha'lam You make a bar My timer, what's the reason? The that they're still in the original form. So basically, this the halacha over here is halacha psuka. There's no machalikas. Everyone agrees. The halacha of dvash is shahaka. The halacha of this trima is ha'etz. So the point is that there are there's a product, the fruit product, that is changed enough to become a shahaka, and there's a fruit product that's not changed enough that retains the ha'etz. That's the whole sugi. That's what I would tell the guy. That's the whole subject. You understand? The million dollar question is going to be that how much change is considered change? And how that's going to apply to Oklahoma just to throw out some of the highlights that hopefully you're going to cover. So, for example, so you take a, so we know a potato is Adama. Now, if you mash it, so it's probably still Adama. What if you dehydrate it? So now you made it into a powder. So it probably lost its Adama. Now you reconstitute it. Many Pisceums say, it never gets back its old hadama. Same thing, you have avocado. A slice of avocado is, is going to be an eight. You mash it. At what point does it lose it, the, 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 the brach of eights? At what point does that happen? Another child that's going to come up. Potato kogel, latkes, these items. So if you grate the potatoes, if you puree it, to what extent you puree it. Again, the point is you're taking a food item that we know what the brachet is, and you're changing it, and at what point is it going to change? And just one last shiloh to mention to you before we actually start the sugya is some pies can differentiate between corn chips and uh, tortilla chips. So corn chips, they're very far, the corn is finely ground. You don't see any pieces of corn when it comes to tortilla chips. So you may see the pounded corn in it. Is that a chilek? Is it not a chilek? This is, I'm sure, Salodinsky uh, is going to have a lot of fun with it. But I'll go upon him. Um, not that, to mention the Heiliger Pringles. What? I'm going to get out of the <laughs> spoiling my chair. Uh, <laughs> um, but 
at the end, of, we're going to focus now on the sugi, but at the end of the show, I will give you an interesting thought to think about as the sugi. Okay, so that's really my hagdama al regal achas. Again, I think what we really need to be thinking about throughout the sugi is the difference between dvash and this trima. Dvash is changed enough to become such a hakdal. This trima, for whatever reason, is retaining its status of ha'ez. Okay, so let's take a look at the Gemara. So the Gemara is, in this kaivitz, is on page 7, so let's take a look. Uh, okay, so. The Gemara starts. We're going to start from our sugya. It's, I don't know, 10, 15 lines in. One of the, one of the Tamid said to Rav, what's the Allah of Trima? So Rashi tells us, it's the famous Rashi. What's the bracha, says Rashi? Something that's somewhat mashed. But it's not, not, but it's not ground. Obviously, that's going to be a big part of our shir today. But for right now, let's just get the simple flow of the Gemara. So, the, so again, yeah, this Talmud asked the question: What's the halacha of this mashed item? Now, Rava was unsure what he was referring to. What type of mashed item? Apparently, this trima is a general term for things that are mashed. Are you talking about? A food of mashed sesame seeds, or the kurtumi, saffron, kamrit, or a spice, or the roots. The Rav said saffron. Oh, that's the one which was. So what's what's the? That's the that's the besamim. Yeah, kurtumi is what one's besamim. Parakum. Parakum. That's saffron, right? And and the other one, uh, uh, the uh, the is of of the grape seeds. So he was unsure. And in the meantime, Rav realized and he remembered. So you reminded me. And this is the key point. So basically, what happened in the story was that there that that Rav is unsure what this Talmud is asking, and then in the as he's trying to understand what he means, he sort of realizes that he's talking about this item made from, from, the, from the dates. And then he brings Alacham in Hilchus Truma, which I'm going to talk about in a second. And he brings Alacham in Hilchus Truma that says that Hai Tamre shall Truma Mutla Saisanem. Truma, one's allowed to make this Truma food out of dates of Truma, even though you're not going to change Truma. But also, but one's not to make beer out of them. So the point is that, that from the laws of truma, you're allowed to do this and it retain, and it's not a violation of changing truma. So you see that it's not such a big change. So the law is that if you take dates and you make this and you mash them and you make the truma, it's barbarates. Okay, so there's a few points to focus on in this video, but the first point that I just want to understand just based on the flow of the Gemara is that the Gemara is asking the question of his brachas. We want to know what bracha to make. And again, the main point is, did it change or did it not change? And we bring in halacha and hufus trumas. I just want to give you a little bit of background of that halacha, because if you understand that halacha, then it'll make it much easier to understand the whole discussion of the Gemara. So in the extra Maramakaimis, I'll just partially learn with you a simple halacha or two in the Rambam to understand the background. So the Rambam, Anilchus Trumas explains as follows. He says 
in Halacha Aleph, he says, Because the point is like this, that we know that Paris of Truma have Kedusha. And by the way, it's the exact same Allah with Paris Shviz. Anybody living in Israel this past year, anyone has fruits from Israel. So the fruits have Kedusha. That means that, yes, one is allowed to eat Paris Shviz. You're not allowed to work your field. But if you have fruits that grow on your tree, so you're allowed to eat those oranges and those apples and those items. You're allowed to eat them. But you have to be Noig Ben Kedusha Shviz. Now, one of the things of Noig Kedusha Shviz is that you have to eat them in the normal way. So therefore, if a food is normally eaten raw and not normally eaten cooked, you're not allowed to cook it. If the, cook, if, if the food is normally eaten cooked, you're not allowed to eat it raw. If the food is normally juiced, you're allowed to eat it as a juice, but not raw. So the halacha is that it has to be eaten in its normal way. And that's the same halacha as in Hukhul Shum. Why? Because it's sort of like the Torah gave you permission. The Torah gave us permission, the Kayan permission to use the Truma for eating, for drinking, to anoint himself. Because we know anointing oneself is a form of drinking. And drinking is part of eating. But the key point is to eat something that's normally eaten. And to drink something that's normally drank. And to anoint oneself with something that's normally used as that. So it's actually very interesting. Thumbs up. That let's say if a company is, is taking and making an extract out of Perishvias, and so you take you have lemons or, 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 or orange or something like that, you're making an extract, and now they're using it as a skin product. So that thing is not normally used as a skin product, you can have a problem of Kedusha Shviz because of that. Anyways, this is this halacha. So again, you can't take wine or vinegar and use it as a, to anoint oneself. Because that's not its normal use. So one's allowed to anoint oneself with, 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 with oil from Shuma. Fine. Now, then the Raman continues and says, the Allah that we're learning right now, so if you have dates of Shuma, one's allowed to gather them together to press them in like a cake form. One's allowed to do that. And it's not a problem changing them. But, but one's not allowed to make a beer out of them because that's changing it in a way that we were not allowed to. So you can't make tomorrow into honey. So again, it reminds us of our Gemara. The Gemara says that the honey of the, of the dates, the Allah is that it's a shahako. It's a change. That's what it's saying here, that to press the dates is okay, but to make them honey is a problem. But like the book on Yahweh, like Paris. I'm not sure what this is. Chaimit. Bechayin Sharko. Paris Emishadon Oisimibriyos. One does not change them from the way they're created. So this is the basic gist of the Allah. Just to be very clear, the basic Allah is when it comes to Shruma, when it comes to Shviyas, when it comes to things that have Kedusha, then one's only allowed to use them in specific ways. Oh, very good. Excellent. So the reason, so that's exactly what I want to talk about. What's the pshat in this is? So I'd like to, to declare a little bit of a hakira, and that hopefully will enlighten us, not only understanding 
Hoffa's Shubakal, that should help us understand the, some of the basic shit that we shared in Hoffa's Prophet. So I have two ways of understanding it. One way of understanding is like this. The Lashon Ram is that one's not, one's not just a change from the way they were created. Just think about something that's Kaddish. So that has Kedusha to tell them. So we don't have a right to play around with it. We're only given permission to use it in certain ways, but in any other way, we don't have permission. So we're supposed to keep it as it, to preserve it as is. The marshal, there's a lot of a basic nasis, has kedusha, basic has kedusha, not a lot of changes. But you're supposed to keep it in a certain way. So that could be one approach. The other approach could be maybe the issue is because by using it in an abnormal way, you're being mazik, you're destroying it. Think of the issue of mechika sashem. You're not allowed to erase the name of the Kodesh Baruch. It's a bizarre to use something in an abnormal way. So those are two possibilities how you understand it. Those True what about the word hefsid? Isn't the what? word isn't the word hefsid here the, the key? You're not allowed to be mafsid the truma. So it's very interesting because the word hefsid would seem that it's like a mazik type of concept, right? That's what you yeah. But then you have the Lashon Aram over here, and Khan brings a madrish also or a drush that ain't mishana mibriyasam. One's not allowed to change it from the way they were created. Even if you're not mafsid. Correct. So there seems to be two two understandings over here. Okay, so keep this in mind. Keep this in your pocket. But I'll go bottom. This is the point. So now we're understanding a little bit the background that the Gemara is saying we have a question. Does this, does this food, this stream of this, this mashed date, does it change from being aids to shahako? Just like the Dvash changed from being aids to shahako. And at that, the Gemara is saying, well, look at the Chushuma. In the Chushuma, we're not allowed to change things. And yet, we're allowed to make this minor change. So you see, it's not so different. So it's not so different. It's still, still have a lot of it. That's the Gemara. Is there, is there an underlying intention, not only that you should eat it, but how you should eat it? That this is created only you eat it a certain way, you eat it a different way, you're still trying to eat it that way. That's how I like it. Is that, is that what you're saying? According to one side? So you, so you can't decide how you want to eat it. It has to be the Dachman element. It's a big question how many people do you need? How much critical mass do you need in order to change it? Understand? I don't know if that speaks to your question. Let's move on to the world. Right, exactly. There's a lot of discussion about that in the Okay, so now, so that's the that's so again, th that's step one that I want to share with you, and that is that the Gemara is learning from the Chushum, but it's really two different halachas. But again, the thread that that connects both of them is the fact that we want to know is it changed from its status of being a ha'etz, and we're saying just like the true will not change, but this you're allowed to do. So obviously, it's not so different. Okay, so now let's already get involved a little bit in the different Purushim and the Rishayim. First, what is three minutes? Now, I just want to share with you a, a point, and that is, you know, sometimes you learn a sugya, and and you basically can learn it. There's one, two, maybe three malachim in the sugya, and fine. With this sugya, you know, there's two, three, maybe four malachim in the rishonim, and then every achron has a different understanding of is it a machlekes rishonim? Is it not a machlekes rishonim? So what I always say is, when that happens, you have to just at first understand the sugya how you can understand it with your own small minds. And then later, hopefully, you'll add much more layers to it. So what I'm going to try to do is, I'm going to try to really understand in a real way, Shittas Rashi, according to the Truma Sedashin, which obviously I'll explain everything, and then go with understanding the Besides that the Rambam is a different Shita. And we'll start with that, then we'll go to one more Shita. But I think if we really open up and try to think a little bit, I think then later when you'll come across other variations and other Psharas and other very interesting Mahafim and finding the Lechernim, I think at least you'll have a, a starting point in our Makshabah. So let's take a look. Rashi says, Dibra Maschil Trima Mahu. So, so Rashi says, 
What's the brach on this truma? And as we know, as the Gemara explains, we're talking about truma made out of out of out of, out of, out of dates. And it says called Anything that's a little bit mashed is called truma. But it's not ground. Now the question is, why is Rashi telling us that the truma is not marusa? So one of two possibilities: either because if you go to the store and you buy truma, then that's how it is. Right, trima is trima is mash, but it's not ground. You want is Rashi tell you a halachal sap that if it's marusuk, that it's that the bracha will be now differently? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just describing what what trima means. Now, assuming that he is saying halacha de kamina, what's bothering Rashi? So what's so he probably would be telling you because if it is marusuk, then it's going to be like dvash. That's probably what he's saying. So therefore, it needs to be only somewhat mashed, because if it's going to be marusuk, then it's going to be back to lachot vash. Why? Who says? Vash is oozing out of it. And marusuk, you're taking something and you're doing something. To Correct. It. We can definitely go that way. But, uh, uh, but what, Rashi, what Rashi is saying over here is, why is he telling you it's not marusuk? What does he want? So he's giving you a definition that that's what trima is. Or he's telling you because if it's going to be marusuk, then it's going to be a problem. Okay. Now, the Chuvah Zadashim, so it's always important when you learn a Chuvah from one of the Rishayim to understand the background of it. And the Chuvah Zadashim is dealing with a question about, they would take different berries and they would, and they would cook them up and they would make maybe some sort of jam or jelly or product like that. And you just think historically also, remember, if you have berries, so they don't last very long. There's no refrigeration. You want to keep them for the winter. So you want to cook them up, make them into a jam, and be able to have them. So the question is, what bracha do you make? You make a shahakal or do you make a eight? So in course of his discussion, it, um, so he says as follows. He says, he brings Rashi. He says, ki daikinim bepirish Rashi, bahi the trima, my mevarchin love that the Gemara asks the question, what bracha do we make on this trima? Something that's a little bit mashed, the Marusuk, and it's not ground. that's Truma. And the Gemara brings a proof from the case of Tamarim of Truma. Mutlas is Truma, you're allowed to do this. Alma Kiagavna, the Messiah Kaimi, they're still in the original state. Just a little bit ground. So the key point of the Truma Sadeshalans, he's Medaik and Rashi, that Truma is Kedushim Tsas, is doubtful a little bit because if it would be Mirusakim, if it would be ground, then it would lose the Bracha. And that's the sheet of Truma Sadeshalans, one of the Dele Rishainim. So that's how we understand it. So let's, for simplicity's sake, understand Rashi based on the Shuma Sedeshin, that the sheet is that it could only be mashed a little bit, but if it's ground, if it's really changed, then it's not enough. Okay, that sheet is Rashi. Now let's now take a look at the Rambam and see where the Rambam stands. So on page 148, we have the Rambam. So it's Halacha Dalid, and if you'll notice, You'll see it's in the so it's in the second wide line. So you'll see also how the Rambam brings the halach of Tvash side by side with halach of Tzmarim. Because again, this is the two 
types of halachas that we're comparing one to another. Dvash marim, Honey from dates, make shahakal. Aval tmarim shemiachan beyad. So this is a very detailed description of the Rambam. So you hand press them, mash them. Now why doesn't he say use the keli? So yes, some will tell you because the Rambam is saying that you didn't do such a big process to them. And therefore, one may, there are those that will say that the Rambam and Rashi are maybe not so far apart. But the, for the purpose of our discussion, we're going to understand, according to the Bishyayasif, that there is definitely a big difference between Rashi, according to Shumas Adash, understanding, and the Rambam. So he's saying, you took these, these dates and you, and, and you mashed them. Shalahem, you took out their seeds. You made them into like a dough. It means the texture of a dough. That's the point. He doesn't give you any, any svaras. He doesn't give you any explanations why, but he, but he says, you're taking these svaras and the, according to the understanding of the Bishyasev, the process that you're doing here is a much um, bigger process than what Rashi is describing, and yet it's still likes. So according, so it seems, according to this, this, this way of understanding, that according to Rashi, in order to retain the brach of eights, it can only be mashed a little bit, whereas according to the Rambam, even if it's mashed a lot, then it would, then it would still retain its brach Okay. So I want to think a little bit about these two sheets. And before I do that, I want to I share with you a diik or a question in the Rambam that we learned a few moments ago. And, and that'll bring us back to a little bit of what we said in the Shuma and try to really have a little bit of a deeper understanding of perhaps of what's going on over here. So as follows. So the way the Rambam, you know, seemingly from our Gemara, the halach of Trima and Hilchas Brachas and the halach of Trima and Hilchas Shuma should be the exact same item, right? When you go to the store, you ask them for Trima, the guy gives you one Trima. I don't know, maybe there's 100 varieties of Trima, but, but, but it would seem that it's one, it's one item. Now the Rambam Hilchos Brachas says that you took out this, you took out the the okay. seeds and you and you mashed it, and you made it into like a dough. That's the Rambam's description. When it comes to Hilchos Shuma, the Rambam said that what did he do? Tomorrow shall mutu the eagle. You eagle You put them together and you press them like we have in the Gemara. You know, you know, pressed figs we have in the Gemara. But uh, the point is that you press them. So this is so the stipler. It's not the same thing. The stipler points out that the it's not the same thing. In other words, making something into like a dough is really manipulating it. That's how the Rambam describes this tree Hilchos brachas. Just pressing it is pretty much whole, and you're just putting it together, reshaping it exactly. That's so. That's the stipler points this. Now the. The, so the question that Rebchankevsky brings, and it's just, I think it's cute how the, the family relationship where the Chazanish was his uncle and the Saifa was his father, and he brings the Derech Hamunna that a difference of understanding between his uncle and his father about this halach. That, let's step back a moment, right? We know that in our Gemara and Mesechus Baruchas, we saw already two Pshatim, Rashi and the Rambam. There are more pshatim. What's going on? There is the opinion of the Ramban that Abigasa mentioned, and and the Rashbut, and others that say maybe even if you ground it more, it'll still be a for various reasons. Hopefully, we'll get there. But the point is like this: Does all that apply to the Can you take all the discussion in the Rishayim about what Trima is 
And can you put that straight into the Chuma? Or maybe not so fast. So the, so the Chazanah says, yes, it's the same halacha. If you hold the Hilchas Brachas, that it's delayed, even if you liquefy it and if you do all sorts of things to it, if you go like those opinions, then that's going to apply to Chuma, and, and you're allowed to do that. And that will apply to Shviyas for that matter. That's understanding the Chazanah. The stipler, the stipler. According to the Chazanish, has to still be an Isa, right? Well, I'm saying, and if according to the Rashbus, let's say, which I didn't speak about yet. The Ram doesn't say that. The Ram says the word Isa. No, I understand it, but the question is conceptually. Are these two halachas exactly the same? Correct, 100%. The Gemara is mashlan and it's the same. What's the Gemara doing? Correct. So now the style, so the Chazanish said exactly what you're saying. It's the same halacha. The, the, the stipler was. Not so sure. The stifler said perhaps they're different. Now, if that thing's what's the Gemara doing, the Gemara is going to have to just be borrowing a concept, but not exactly be the same. So, I want to understand a little bit what's this back and forth? And again, I think this gives us a window into understanding perhaps the, the, the machlag between Rashi and Rashi. Let's keep it simple for a moment, right? Rashi is saying in Hilchus Brachis that in order to have, order to have the bracha of Vait, it has, you can only mash it some, but you can't mash it a lot. That's a Rashi's. Why? What's wrong if you mash it more? So on a very simple level, I'll tell you like this, that when you make a bracha, when you refer to pre, what are you referring to? You know, the word basar, right? Ask me what does the word basar mean? Basar means meat, right? You know, the Pasuk and says, haskal basar lefelekin, it calls mankind basar, flesh. So it is the word basar could be a very narrow understanding of what basar means. It's a piece of meat, it's maybe human flesh. And basar could mean mankind. That's a way of describing man. So also the word tree, a fruit, right? Is a fruit the way it grows from the tree, the natural state of the fruit? Or is fruit anything that, you know, pre-bitnecha, is also called a pain. So the point is, or is pre a general sense that something that's produced from something that's called the fruit. So if we understand that we make a bracha and we're referring to the natural state, the original state, like the Ramam says in the Chashuma the way it was created. So we're thinking Kaddish Baruch because we have general brachas, we have a brach of Shahako, it's a wonderful bracha. It's a very general bracha, but we're being more specific. We're thanking Kaddish Baruch for what? The fact that you made a fruit, the way it comes off the tree. If it's other things that are, the, the whole usage is at a later state, okay, that's also the main fruit, fine, we can understand that, but that's the point. And that's the part what Rashi wants. Rashi's saying, once you change that and you can't, and you don't really see the original state in it, then you can't make aids anymore. So if, as long as it's mursak, if, if it's, if, if it's sas, if it's just mashed a little bit, okay, so you still see those pieces, you still see the original, the original form of the fruit, then you can make your aids. But once that's not there, you don't see that original state, so you can't make your aids anymore. That, I think it's a very understandable approach to the Rashi, according to Chumas The Rambam would be saying that no, pre is the fruit. Meaning to say, it's what this tree produces. And obviously that's a special Shavah. And therefore, as long as it's not drastically different, yes, I think the Rambam would agree. You made it into a liquid. And if Chankinevsky brings the Rambam, differentiating between a, a solid and a liquid, that yes, as long as it's a solid, so it's not that different. So it'll still be under the umbrella of a pre, and therefore it deserves its own shavah. But it doesn't have to resemble the original fruit. That's, I think, a very basic way of understanding the machlekes. Again, 
Is the bracha eitz being said because it's like the original fruit, kibriyasa? Or the point is, as long as it's not completely different from the original fruit, then we can still, it'll still retain the bracha eitz. Now this, so let's see how this plays out in Nochos Shuma. Because as we mentioned in Nochos Shuma, we gave two understandings of what the Isser of changing Shuma is. We gave one understanding of, of the Isser of changing Shuma that, the, um, that it's keeping it in its original form, probably similar to what we said just now in Rashi, keeping it in its original form, and therefore we're not going to change it only in the way that it's meant to be used, we only have permission. And the other mahalach was to say that as long as you're not destroying it, you're not misusing it, so you're allowed to do it. Those are the two understandings. Okay. Now, if we're going to learn the sukkah according to Rashi, so I think it flows beautifully. Now, what are we saying? We're saying that, that in order to be an eight, it has to be similar to the original form. And we can afford to say that in Hilchus Shurum, it also has to be similar to the original form. And, and the tire doesn't want you to change it from the original form. And mashing it up a little bit is similar enough, and therefore it's not such a big change. So both in the Hilchus Brachas and in Hilchus Shurum, not much has happened, so the, it retains the same problem. Now, if we're going to learn like the Rambam, so what are we saying? We're saying when it comes to those brachas, we're not looking for it to be exactly the way it was on the tree. As long as it's not entirely different, so it's enough. It'll retain its original brachas. So then what are we learning from Hilchus Truma exactly? So you'll tell me, like the Chazanish would have told you, that, as, that in Hilchus Truma, in Hilchus Truma, as long as it's, it doesn't have to be the way it was on the tree. You just, you just can't destroy it. You can't misuse it. So therefore, as long as it's not that different, then it's okay. So therefore, that's also what of Hilkos Truma. That Hilkos Truma has more leeway. Hilkos Truma doesn't have to be the way it was on the tree. Hilkos Truma just means that you can't destroy it. You can't misuse it. So it's also the same. But if you're going to understand the Rambam according to the stifler, then what's happening is something really interesting. What's happening is that we're saying that when it comes to those brachas, as long as it's somewhat, as long as you haven't changed it entirely from the fruit of the tree, even if it's not recognizable, it's okay. But talking about something kaddish, to change it to that extent, that you can't do. And that's why the Rambam was careful in his wording when Hilchus Shruma, he was much more conservative in his wording. He didn't go so far as what he said in Hilchus Brachas. So that's how the stipulus in the sugya. The only question is, so, as you asked, so what's the comparison? So what's the comparisons? You're going to have to come up with sort of a little, a little catch in the sugi. You're, you're going to have to say, well, we see if in Hilchus Truma, a small change is not significant. So in Hilchus Brachas, a big change shouldn't be so significant. Okay, so that's, that's a little bit how it's going to come out. But I think the main, the really, the main point that I want to take out of this is the fact that we have a Rashi, that according to the Truma's means that it has to resemble the original fruit. And that's how we understand it. And we and according to the Rambam, it could it doesn't have to resemble it that much. It could be made into a dough, and yet the idea of priyats and priyadama is the more general, and therefore that would still retain the problem. That's the basic machlekes. And then we we were like the Torah, we're a little bit in the Truma, exactly what the malach is. That is less important, but I think that's the main. Now, what I'd like to do is to learn a third sheet, which is a fascinating sheet, and just I think just gives another dimension to everything that we're learning. So in the Ma'am comments, the first piece is from the Chudush Yerash Bats and the Sefer's Brachas. So let's take a look. 
So it's right here in the Gemara. He says as follows: This is Vitamri the Avdinu Tarima, and and they thought they made this Trimu Anna. Zog the Rashbas. As far as the definition is concerned, called Dover Kotush Kaitrim. Anything mash is called Trimu. The Kaitish and Atmar Vaisimam Kain Chalis Gedalis Vitruyes Trimu. So the, the norm was the item that they made was they made the uh, first page of the Rashbats on the upper right. If you can put it up on the screen, please. Interesting. Okay, I hear you. I hope it's consistent. That's I, I have to look at all the places and see if it works. Right. I hear your point. But I said to the Maisa Shani, Tanya ain't showing us that tomorrow I'm last as that you're not allowed to soak tomorrow to make to make beer. my son, but you can grind them. So now he's saying something else, right? And you can make this trim with it. Okay. So that's Opsha and the Suga. That's not so interesting for us. But what's interesting is the next point. It seems from the Gemara Chulin, Shafilu, Sachakam, the Himcham, Gamon, that if he ground them and he liquefied them, he still makes Barparate. So that's a major question. Zvash, we said is shahako. And yet you take these tomorrow and you liquefy them and you don't make a shahako. So what's the difference between the two? So our question. So what do you mean? This is the same tomorrow. So what's the difference? Because you're only taking what oozes out from them. The Zayabama, which is called Zayah. He, he, he swallows the actual fruit. So all of a sudden now we have a third sheet. So we get we have Rashi saying that it has to be pretty much similar to the original fruit, just mashed a little bit. We have the Rabbim saying you can manipulate it a lot, but it's still a solid. And then we have the Rashbat saying that it could even be a liquid. But Dvash is oozes out of it. It's like a derivative. It's like taking out a part of it, whereas this is the entire fruit. So question is, what's this new sheet of the Rashbat? So if you don't mind, the Torah is a Ruchomeris Midam, I just want to share with you a point. And that is that there happens to be a Rebbe um, here in Brachas that talks about that when you have an Isser and it changes into a different form, does it lose its Shemis? There's a very famous Shuva from the Chassam Soifer, and it's really, it's its own Shir, maybe two Shir, but the Chazefer was asked a question about grapeseed oil that's made from the seeds of grapes, that those grapes are stamyenum, meaning to say a non-Jew processes wine. So even if he doesn't do the Shema Vedazara, there's still an Isidurabonin called stamyenum. So when you make grapeseed oil, you take the seeds and you put them in an oven and you dry them out and then you press them and you get an oil. So the oil should be usr because it comes from grapes that are already usr at stamyenum. Says the some cipher, since it's a new thing, since it's an oil, so therefore it's not a problem. Just like Rabbi Yaina says in Brachas that if there's a basamim, there's a musk that's a, that's a secretion of an animal, so that's kosher, even though it comes from blood, or maybe it comes from a non kosher animal, that's what he said. What about the name of the seed itself? There's a grape, there's a seed. You know, that grape on the other hand, seed. Correct, but you you would make eggs probably, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> it depends if it's normally eaten. But they can't hear the questions that we ask here. You have to if, you, if it's a merit, they repeat the questions. Okay, sure, sure. 
Yeah, so grape seed, the, the seed itself, I guess it would depend on if it's normally eaten. If it's normally eaten, it'd probably be like, I don't need grape seeds. I don't either. Um, anyways, but the point that I'm bringing out is a very important point. And really, the Ramban that says a civil sheet of the Rajbats in, 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 in Hulan says this point. And it's a very important point. It knows when we think of Isurim, let's say, we assume, let's say, that if I have a piece of Nevela, right, I have a piece of non-kosher meat, I have a piece of pork. And now if I grind up that pork and you make a smoothie out of that pork and it doesn't look like pork, it's still pork. But what if I extract something from it? What if I extract an enzyme from it? What if I take something out of it? So it's very possible, again, this is really your day issue, but it's very possible in halacha that that's going to have a new halacha. That's not going to have the old isr. Because when something's a derivative, it's something taking out of something, it's something new, it's something different. That's the point. Just a you may be familiar with is some candies that have a confectioner's glaze, Mike and Ike's, these things. So Ramaisha held that even though it comes from a beetle, but since the, the secretion from the beetle is not edible when it comes out of the beetle, it does, never becomes usher. And therefore, when you make it now edible, it's not a problem. That was a famous... What's it called? What is this thing? Confectioner's glaze. Glaze? Confectioner's glaze, yes. It's used in candies. And it comes from uh, sherets? comes from beetles, yes. Yes. Do I don't know that? And Ramayusha loved this, and the same way of time learns it. The way Ramayusha really explains it is because this that milk is usr is a new isr. You think of milk because it's a it, it comes from like comes from a cow, it comes, or comes from a, a camel. If a camel's usher, the milk is usr. No, it's not so simple. You look in the Ramban, you look in the Pisces, it's not so simple. It's a new isr. It's a new isr because it's not it's not liquefied camel. It's a new problem. That's the point. So with that background, we can appreciate this, this Rajput, and I'm, and I'm comfortable saying it because the Ramban, who says exactly the thing with Hulun, actually discusses exactly what I'm telling you. And just give me one more example that the Ramban himself brings is that, and this is very Nigel Lachlamais as well, is the um, seer shell dogim, fish juice, is only awesome in the Ramban. So you go to a Trafer fish store and you ask them, and, and, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Wolf over there from, 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 from the Trafer Fish store is, is cutting his, 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 his lobsters and everything else. Now, the, the liquid on his knife, that's also midrabana, not also midrabana. Sir Shodaga is also midrabana. And the Ramban talks about it right here as he brings Trima. He says, because it's not the ine, it's not the actual item, it's something else. Similar to Zaya Ba'alma type of spot. Okay. So, having that in mind, what the Rajvitz is saying is a Dover Nifu. He's saying that why is Vashahako as opposed to this version of this liquefied dream of being Ha'ets? Because one's the whole fruit and one's an extraction of the fruit. That's the point. And to explain the Lamdus, what he's saying is because the extraction is a Dover Chodos, is a new thing. Whereas the whole fruit that's, that's liquefied is not a new thing, it's just a different form of the fruit. So really now we have three sheetas and the beauty of these three sheetas is because each one's so different. And then you can come and learn the sukkah and you can disagree with every word that I told you, which I'll be more than happy, but at least you have a springboard to work off of. And that is Rashi saying that it has to be diamond to the original state of the fruit. The, the Rambam is saying that it can't be vastly different. You can't, if it's going to be a liquid and the food was, and the food was a solid, that's not going to work. 
Dr. Ashbet, as long as it's not a Dovar Chadosh, as long as it's not a new thing, then it will retain its bracha. So if you liquefy, you make your smoothie out of the whole fruit, I was thinking about they have those capsules. I don't know, they, they, they advertise them on, on the radio. I don't know if they work. You know, the, the fruit, the, it, it, get all your fruit in a few capsules. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering what the Allah would be. Are they, would they, would they make fr- ca- fruit into capsules? They advertise about the radio that they, uh, that they have... Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a gimmick or not, but but anyways, the point is they dehydrate fruit. They put it into a capsule, the whole thing. So I don't know. Maybe the Rashbat would say you still make kaits on that. I don't know. But they, they don't have the bracha on, on, on the on the label. But I'll go put them. No, because zeb alma is an extract. That's the point. That's the point. Yeah. Zeb alma is your extract that you have tomorrow, and they're oozing out this juice, or maybe you even juice them. So it's not the whole fruit. When you have the whole fruit, okay, you want smashed whole fruit is still whole fruit. That's the point. Yeah, this is one of my favorite sugars. I just want to be mark of one more thing, and then I'll, I'll go back to, to what. That's what he's saying. Zay is not part of the payri. It's a different product. Well, the point is that when it's not the ikara payri. Because why is the juice from a fish the rabbanum when the fish itself is in the rice? Because when the tire asked dogum, it's the fish. The fish means the boss of the fish. It means the whole fish. That's what's us. But it's just something from it. Then that's not hush. That's the point. Okay. So that those are the three issues that we have. So that, that's what I want to show you. Now, if in our remaining time, maybe we'll take a look at the Shulchan Aruch. And then a little bit... Um, at least look at the Mishaburu. I know we're jumping ahead, but at least at least to get sort of our shlama to see the so the so the bookends of the so again, what you'll see from the Mishaburu is, is not so much all the different sheets that he's quoting, but I want you to see how what's happening is I, I gave you basically three very distinct sheets. What you're gonna see in the Mishaburu is trying to merge everyone everything into maybe one more homogeneous sheet. That's what we'll see a little bit, and then I want to leave you with, with a, a couple interesting shots. Okay. So in the, the Shulchan Aruch booklets, Shulchan Aruch, it's on page 242. We have the Mechaber. The Mechaber, you'll notice, is a quote of the Rambam. Tomorrow, Shemiachon Biyad, if you have dates that one mashed them by hand, V'asam and Isa, and he made a dough out of them. And he removed the seeds, the pits. 242. 242. So basically, the Machaber is passing like the Rambam, not like Rash. The Berlacha goes on a big arichas. He wants to say that the vast majority of Roshayim Paskin like the Rambam, not like Rashi, or perhaps learn Rashi in a way that would go along with the Rambam. Okay. Says the Ramah, Hago, Ulafiza, who had din. Can we get up to 42, please? What's happening? Ulafiza, who had din. Maybe some of your Yiddish is better than mine, but Lutheran, Hanikra, Havilda, Havidla, Mavarchan Allah, Barpreet. So I'd imagine these are different forms of berries. So he says, you came up with sour cherries. Sour cherries, okay. So you make kites on these things. And some say to make shahakal, because again, 
this is the chumas adashes that we saw because because it's changed, it's cooked, it's not so noticeable. Okay, so let's stop here for a moment. So seemingly the Machabra is passing like the Rambam, and he's saying that as long as it's not a liquid, it's in some shape or form similar to the fruit, even though it's not obvious, it's still going to retain its bra. And the Ramah is bringing from various, the Ashkenaz, not so simple, and therefore maybe let's stay safe and make a shahak. So that's on a simple level. Seems to be like this: the Chabra Masa, who were passing for Svardim, we probably tell them, "Look, everything is going to say eight for Ashkenazim. When in doubt, make shahak." Okay. Now, what the Mishabru does over here, in in uh, we can take a look in on the other side of the page on page two forty three. So it's interesting because sort of every step of the way, the Mishabura definitely goes with a certain understanding. So you'll see, and I'm just going to point it out to you. I'm not going to try to make everything in the once of the but I'm just going to just point it out as we go along. So in Sifkatan Mem, he says, mm-hmm. So he's understanding that according to the Rambam, he completely ground it. He understands according to the Rambam, so that's what it means, and you still make creates. So what does he mean by that? So it sounds something we can relate to. You take, you take potatoes and you mash them. You make like a dough. So what's he saying over here? So the way I think a lot of contemporary players can learn, and I think it makes a lot of sense, is that we know there are many, there are certain types of, of, of foods. Let's say potatoes is a great example. Avocado is probably a good example. Where when you mash them, you do change the shape, but the texture remains the same. And it's very fascinating because in Nukha Shabbos, I don't know if you're aware, but there's a question in Nukha Shabbos, is making mashed potatoes a problem of toichen? It's very Yisrael writes that making mashed potatoes is grinding. Ramayisha understood it's not called grinding because you're not really changing the texture of the, the potato. The potato is a potato, you're just mashing it. It's not, it's not so, you're not like grinding it. The Chazanish famously held that if you, that mashing a banana on Shabbos is a problem of Taichin. You have to do it with a Shinar. That's not a problem. Very similar point. And as the point is that when you're just changing the texture, I'm sorry, when the texture remains the same, but when you mash it, the form changes, that's not significant. Even if I, you may not be able to, to necessarily, it doesn't look like an apple anymore. It doesn't look like a, a, a potato, whatever it is. But because the texture is the same, that's a defining factor. Okay, that's Mishbru said. And that's definitely muskam, halach lemaisa, that, that these things would remain, retain their brachas. Hanirka, pavilda, pavidla, shaisen, mi, good god, nears, sharminim, different berries, shamitsin, garinim, avashlesam, ad shem, nimoich, legame, that they cook them up until they, they, they become like liquid. So again, we have our jelly and we have jam, we have different, different levels of how, how much these things become liquefied. But he's saying if it's to that level, then they become a shakal. We sharm, levarchem, shakal. So says the Bishwa, this is a very important Bishwa. What exactly is going on with these different foods mentioned in the Ramah? How much of a machikas is this? Now, some say the machik is only about something that's completely liquefied and you can't see it. And that's when we have a machikas. That some say shakal and some say still heights. But if it's just 
if it's just the, the dates that were that were mashed up, I guess, Shanik or Tyron Bitsurasan that has the texture that's Tyron Bitsurasan, African Shrasan Lagame, Moidim Rachbar Prayed. So he's trying to say that even the remote will be masking, it'll be right. So what about applesauce? Very good. So that's, you know, I know what the, I know, I know what the kitchen is for. I'm sick. They say uh, chunky uh, is, 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 is ice and smooth is, is, is shahakal. That's what they say. But uh, maybe we can come to our own conclusion. Um, is there chunky applesauce? Is there such a thing? Homemade. 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 Right. Yeah. And some say, no, that is a machlag, because it's all ground, even though it didn't change that much. I want to add something, and that is that we see this in the tour, and that is that it could be also when you add things to things, it also changes the texture, right? Because if I just have mashed potatoes, so it's, it feels like a potato when I start putting in, in, in margarine or butter, and I start putting in water, and now it changes the texture, then that, that may make it very different. Okay. Well, okay, so I don't know if the Mishabrug continues on. And I think it's really what, what, what does the word texture mean? In where in Lachim Kaidish do we have the word texture? So Mishabrug calls it Tayarin. Tayar? Yeah, I think so. No? Yeah. Tayar means texture. Sura is form. Tayar is form. Is form. So what's the difference between form and tech? Anybody understand the exact gradations here? What to form? <laughs> No, no, we haven't gotten to puree. I don't know. I don't know if this puree. The island of cream puree is totally liquid, like the Ramban. Oh, a, a mashed potato has the tsura of a potato? No. Well, it doesn't have the tsura, but it has the texture of a potato. So it has one of the two. Correct. It has the texture. Why? It's smooth. The potato is hard. Because, because basically, because how does a French fried potato and a mashed potato is the same thing? Basically, you have a baked potato. So how different? Is 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 the potato? If you really bake it well, it's going to fall apart, right? Kyra. Right. So what? And then if you manually manually mash it, so it's also not that different. Dak is thick. I agree. Okay. So there's a little bit, but you see what's going on over here. I just I want to just point out to you. See what's going on over here. That basically we have what similarly machlekes. Then we have many achrayim coming to close the gap. And I'll just mention that our hashulchan. Wants to make very little amount of machlekes over here, and he wants to say, and he wants to say that you know when it's a, when it becomes shakal, when it makes it like a syrup. That's what the, that's what Shulchan said. So to that extent, so again, you have many many different machlekes. What's today's blended? What? What's today's blended? Since they didn't have blenders, what's today's so, blended? If you look in most contemporary svarim, they'll tell you that if something's blended, it becomes a shakal. That's the, they take that approach. You make a smoothie, right? Very much, yeah, you, tell, you make a smoothie, and, and now you grind it to the point. You have to add liquid to it. That's true. Does, does a smoothie but have pieces in it? It depends how well you do it. It depends how well you do it. But let's oh, say so you it make depends. it really smooth. If you make it really smooth, you don't have any chunks in it. So then, so then, and especially if you added some liquid to it, because otherwise you're going to... But you can ask for a smoothie with pulp in it? What? You can ask for a smoothie and pulp in it. It depends on how, how well they do it. Correct. So Manny's swam will be machal, I think, too. That uh, pope or not pope? Correct. Now, the shah that I want to share with you is in Svahalas, and that is that if we talk about, let's say, um, potato cocoa for a moment, right? So, okay, so people will tell you, well, if it's shredded, 
So if it's shredded, you can see that the pieces of potato in it. So that would be a good svar to make a dam. And, and remember, you have the Rambam. You have so many Rishayim that hold, even if it's changed significantly, it retains its problem. So how much do you have to be able to see it? Okay, so we want to be chayish for Rashi. So how much do you have to be able to see it? So we'll say, well, if it's shredded, sure. But now if it's not shredded, if it's if it's pureed, so then there's different levels. You know, you could see little pieces, you can't see little pieces. Now, what should come out what should come out would be that unless it's really, really pureed and you really can't can't see any bits of potato, then it should still be Adam. That's what's seen from the sugya. You no, know? I'm saying if you go, the Berlacha is gonna, if you take a look at Berlacha, you'll see he wants to stack up most of you showing them hold like the Rambam, and he, and we don't pass them like Rashi and all of that. Okay, but I want to tell you that many, many uh, big people, including a lot of my rabbim, always made shakal on potato. And what I, and I saw a very interesting swar from Mr. Karel. So this is what I want to I want to share. Shredded, shredded, so, shredded. I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. But but definitely, you know, the standard potato go get in a kiddish. Even if maybe if you look at it, you'll still see little bits of potato. It doesn't. It's not used. They don't use commercial blenders to make standard uh, potato kolga kedusha. Well, I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm saying, but but the point is, Ben, you open a piece, of, you cut a piece of potato kolga, and you definitely see bits of you know small bits of potato in it. So I want to share with you a very interesting swar from Mr. Karel. And he wants to say that potato is different because it has a new shape. Hmm. In other words, look, it's a square now. It's a, it's, a, it's a square piece of potato. I think it's fascinating. And as we're, we're basically with tsura, what if you give something a new tsura? So you, now you made it into so now you it's, it's a round. baked item. It's a baked item. It's, it's one thing I take a potato and I mash it and I add stuff in it. So it's liquidy. Okay, it's in a bowl. So what is this? Okay, this must be some form of a potato. But now I bake it into something else. And I really add, I don't know why he doesn't say this, but I think it's another important point is that you added other ingredients from you added egg, you added maybe flour to it, you added other things in it. So you really change it into something different to give a new form. So that is perhaps a reason why, why even though I think from the Sugya, it would seem that really the Rashi is the, the one who says that needs to be most similar to the original form. Others are much more makeable on that. So why are they going making it? But perhaps because it's have things added because it's baked in a different way. So that would be, that would maybe make it, um, that would, that would be a Shinatsu in and of itself. That's one. Yeah. He's not implying that if you make a round potato cook, all of a sudden it becomes a, uh, bake it into something else. It gets a new texture, gets a new shape. It gets a new. Nice so now. Well, because, because it, well, just says because it's baked in a form. You know, now I want on the other flip side. This is cute. This gets to your Pringles. Um, so there's a question about reconstituted potatoes. So many places have the opinion that the that you know, in the factory they'll take potatoes and then they'll add a lot of water and they'll add water to it and then they'll and then they'll dehydrate it and then they'll make it into a powder, right? And in a commercial setting, that's what they use to make mashed potatoes in these things. Knishes for a lot of, a lot of these type of items. Now. Now dehydration means you're taking the liquid out of it. You're taking it becomes like a the natural water out of it. Correct. And it becomes like a, like flakes. Now, now what happened? So the question is: so now you reconstitute it, and now you have back your mashed potatoes. So many parts who have the opinion that it lost its bracha, lost its bracha. You don't say it's yes, I'm you don't say that it's the, the whole thing back. Babner brings that he showed to Shalmazama, said, No. You say that it gets its old bracha back. Okay, that's not such a big chiddush to me. I can hear both ways. Fine. 
But then he but then the question is, what profit do you make on, on Pringles? And as we know, potato chips is just a slice of potato. So it's Adama. But what about Pringles? So Pringles are dehydrated potatoes and they form them into Pringle, the way we know it to be a Pringle. So Shlomo Zalman said that you make Hadama. Now, to be, I don't know if I understood it correctly, but I think there's a double chiddush in it. And that is that I understand. You want to tell me that reconstituted potatoes is still Adama fun. But now, is that the point? Or is the, but now you shaped it, now it's in the form of a chip, right? So there's no shaykhs to the old potato. So does Rosh Hashanah mean that now that you made it into a chip, it looks back into a potato chip? And was, my question is the other way. Can you go and make a, can you make something, give something back that Surah? Why not? I, this, I don't know if this is what Rosh Hashanah meant, but, 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 I'm, but I'm taking the liberty to, to at least the to think about this. Because if I take something that doesn't look like a potato, and now I go and I put it back into the form of a potato, will it be chayzer and air, the old bracha? It's like the Gemara says about esterig, right? What happens if you if you grow an esterig? It has to have the form of an esterig. What if you what if got the bedfus? Right? The Gemara sukkah says, what if you grew it in a form, but it was an esterig form, so it's artificial form of an esterig. So is that still called an esterig? So if I if I made an artificial form of a potato. So I have a, I took banana and I mashed it and I and I added things to it and it looks nothing like a banana. And then I go and I put in a banana form and I bake it and now oh, it looks like a banana. Is that going to work? So those are the two shots that I'm going to leave you to think about. Uh -huh. right. Thank you. So according much. according right. to Shlomo Zalman, it never lost its bracha. So Shlomo Zalman hold if you eat the flakes, it's still. He said once you reconstituted it, then you the, the, that's what they they didn't make it out of dry flakes only. They put something in it. So he doesn't. He didn't mean that the shape of the Pringle gives it a sort of a potato. No, but it has adama because uh, mashed potatoes from uh, dried uh, potatoes are adama. But even though they had have eggs, it's not just dried potatoes. Something uh, else has to be added. To I hear what you're saying. I hear. I hear what you're saying. I mean, could you take puree tomato sauce and put it back into a form of a tomato? <laughs> Can you take such a thing? I mean, that's the same shot, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kaya, thank you very much. Bryce, 8 o'clock.